Hello and welcome to another episode of Insane Rhetoric. Antonio Brown continues to fumble and the NFL calls good calls. What does this all have to do with each other? Well, it's just the NFL and we just want to talk about the NFL. So come on in, sit down, relax, and enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric. What up, Insane Rhetoric? What's up? What's up? What's up? Y'all know what it is. It's the Brown Bombshell. What's good? We out here. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What's happening, sister? What's good? You guys, it. it's all good in the neighborhood. Good morning, Insane Rhetoric listeners. <laughs> How y'all doing today? What's up? Oh, man, this is a good day. It's a good good morning to get Okay, back you sounded today. like uh, Mr. Rogers again. It's a good morning to know you alive. <laughs> Feeling you're growing inside, and when you wake up, ready to say, "Let's go make a snappy new day." Okay, <laughs> this is the problem when you work with kids. For real, for real, we we got the age of real imagination we have real <laughs> imagination still <laughs> and they are working look man listen <laughs> this this is this is a good day it's a good day to be back with insane rhetoric i am happy and elated to be <laughs> back in so what's up what's the deal what, what what you got up for today i know it's gonna be something who got shot who got murdered and where did it all start in texas <laughs> well, actually, we're not talking about Texas today. Yeah, that's a first. Like since we started insane rhetoric, we always jumped off with Texas because we, they, we always got to say something about Texas, though. Because just lead the pack, hey? They they lead the pack. I mean, what can you say? <laughs> what can you say? All I yeah. all I want to say about Texas is this is an election year. Could y'all please get rid of Governor Abbott and, you know, Dan Patrick and Ken Paxton. Can we please get rid of all three of them? Uh, uh, First, uh, that would be a negative because Governor, I mean, Abbott uh, has not eradicated rape, (laughs) but he's trying to eradicate the voting law. Dan Patrick uh, is still blaming black folks for the COVID problem, like 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 they do, and not knowing the statistics that is his people that are mostly unvaccinated. Mm, yummy. But hey, today is a new day. I'm not going to talk about the white folks today. Good morning. <laughs> okay, well then let's just talk about the NFL. All right, what's up? What's happening? What's going on? Okay, so now you know. Oh. Okay, people, we're going to start by saying this, because if you call me, text me, write me, email me, throw up a a smoke signal, whatever you're going to do, and tell me I don't know what I'm talking about about football, I'm going to just look at you like you crazy and be like, duh, because I done told y'all over and over again, I don't know about football. I just talk about the stuff that just looks stupid to me. 
But you know, it's football. Maybe I don't understand the rules, so I be trying to go with the flow. So whatever I say today about the NFL, shut up. <laughs> now that is an introduction I like. <laughs> that is a great introduction. I like that introduction. You just get the preliminaries out of the way real quick. Because, <laughs> you know, somebody going to be trying to tweet or something. About, I don't know what I'm talking about. It's duh. Yeah. Listen, that was the that was the insane rhetoric from my co-host. That was I heard disclaimer. So hey, you made it clear. <laughs> I'm just gonna be asking the questions because I don't understand why we all in the uproar about the Bengals Raiders game. Hey, what, what the ref listen, called it? Listen, listen, it looked like it was a good call to me. I mean, listen. okay, y'all listen. I know a few things about football. Remember, I had an older brother. He used to watch sports and stuff. And he would never let me, you know, watch the TV. I tell y'all, I watched sports, especially baseball, military stuff, because my brother used to hog the TV. Okay, I love him, but still, he did used to hog the TV. But listen, so I understand football. I even have told y'all that I watched football adamantly until a certain time frame because I didn't like the way they stopped playing good. <laughs> it was a whole conversation. But so I, I know I know some of the calls and all of that, and I know when it's out about I like I know you know I know that okay, it looked good to me. You you in a no, okay? You in a no. So so the 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 system is like if you are out of bounds. What happened with this Cincinnati Raiders game is the quarterback took the snap and then he started evading players and running to the right side of the uh, field. And one of his receivers was inside the touchdown zone. And what began to happen is. He threw the ball before he actually landed out of bounds. So they wanted to call it out of bounds and it would have been ruled an uh, incomplete pass in the end zone, even though he caught it. But if his feet never touched down outside the boundary line, that is a complete catch. So basically uh, one of the officials, one of the black officials, uh, I think his name is Joe Berger. Uh, he's actually uh, one of the main officials in the NFL. He's a veteran at it, so he's been there quite some time. They want to call for his resignation because the fans think he made a bad call. The Raiders was already down like 20 points before they even went into the second half. They was not going to win that game by no means necessary. Cincinnati had the field advantage. They had the freaking momentum. They had everybody clicking. I, that When I looked at that video, the man Joe Burrows was not out of bounds. It is a complete pass. You can't argue with the video cameras that's sitting up there in the NFL stadiums because those video cameras are some of the best. They catch everything on the field, around the field, off the field. You can't argue with it. And when okay, he's but they that saying, ball, but they saying that's the problem. They saying that there's a certain there's a court a, apparently 
this is what the article is saying. Apparently, there is a rule that a down is supposed to be replayed if a whistle is blown inadvertently during the play and that that didn't happen. That's only, that is only if you are in the, if you're not in the final quarter, some, some, uh, some downs cannot be reviewed or, uh, or, or they can't be reviewed at some point times in the game. They, it's just like, they're not certain things they're not going to review. That's not, that's not Burl's call to review it because after a certain time in the game, all reviews come from upstairs. You can't review anything down on the field when you get so far into the game. And if it's critical game-winning plays, they don't review those. They have to be reviewed by the box. So the officials are saying, uh, his name is Walt Anderson. He's VP, NFL Senior VP of Officiating. Mm-hmm. He's saying that Apparently, he said this in the post-game pool report Mm -hmm. that the officials on the field determined that the whistle came after Boyd's touchdown catch. Right. Which is not reviewable. (gasps) Gotcha. Which is not reviewable. Now, if it would have came before when the when the ball was snapped and they made the play and they think they seen it on the sideline before he slung it and caught it, it's actually pliable for them to do what they need to do and make sure that 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 call was uh, substantiated. But uh, yeah, that whistle came way after the the catch was made. Ain't nothing you can do about that. And then that's not Joe Burrow's fault. Because he's the official officiator of that t- that ref team for that particular game that day, but that whistle came from the backfield, so he would have seen what was going on in the backfield. But Joe Burrow's got to look at the whole thing. So I mean, if it once again, if it would have been any other referee of a different color, they probably wouldn't have said nothing about trying to fire the man. But you know, hey, it is what it is. Well, this Anderson dude, he said that they, they, you know, he said the ruling on the field was a touchdown. Mm -hmm. He said that they still have to confirm any reviewable aspect of the play. So they did confirm that the pass was thrown before the quarterback stepped out of bounds. Exactly. And they also determined that the pass was caught in the end zone by the receiver who was not out of bounds. That's right. And that's a fair catch. You can't do nothing about it. If you're jumping and you're headed toward the outside line and the ball leaves your hand before you come down out of bounds, and if somebody catches it in the end zone, that is a fair catch because you never touch down out of bounds. You don't have to. It's not like when you're going into the end zone, when you go into the end zone, you have to break the pylon, which means you might not be even close to the touchdown, but if you stretch out and put the ball over the pylon, 
that's a touchdown. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You see people running on the corner on the edge and knock over the pylon, the orange pylon on the very edge of the end zone. That's a touchdown. You don't even have to physically be there, but as long as you're extending and stretching and you connect with that or you break the pylon line, that's a touchdown. Even if your body don't wind up in the whole end zone. So it's not, there's not a ruling on the field where it says when you are throwing a pass, if you cross over the line of the out of bounds, that you're out of bounds, you're considered out of bounds. You have to cross over the line and physically come down two feet on the ground to be out of bounds. And that's what people have a problem with. He was not neither of those things. He slung the ball before he even crossed over. The ball was actually gone when his feet touched the pavement. It's a touchdown. Can't, you, you, can't, you can't knock that. So this Anderson said, what is specific in Rule 15 is that an erroneous whistle is not a reviewable play. So there's a rule 15, section four, non-reviewable plays. Right, right. And the following aspects of plays are not reviewable. Yeah. So they've got A, whether an erroneous whistle sounded, whether a ball was illegally batted or kicked, whether a passer intentionally grounded a pass mm -hmm. whether an ineligible receiver was downfield before a pass mm -hmm. whether a receiver was illegally contacted yep. the spot of the of a loose ball crossing the sideline mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. whether a block was illegal and any aspect of a play not listed as reviewable in section three of this rule. Yes. And all them officials know all of that. They are very worried. Is there an official school? Like, like, do you have to go to official school or do you, you have to do you probably, is there official probably, testing? Like what's yeah, the, how do you get know, to be a ref? I don't know the logistics in there, but I'm pretty sure. Cause they go through a lot of intense stuff. And most of those refs are just in shape as the players on the field. <laughs> so I mean, ain't no telling, but I'm pretty sure they they got a school of NFL refereeing somewhere because they actually have like one of the first uh, women uh, officiating in in games, and she's good. <sighs> so I don't know. All I know is the Raiders is out, and they was gonna be out. <laughs> Since the first half, there was there was no way that they was going to change that momentum of that game. They just couldn't do that. So there is an official academy, NFL mm -hmm. Academy. That makes sense. It's in California. So I don't. I don't know how long these people got to go to school for this. <sighs> but I can guarantee you some good money in it. But 
I can tell you that. <laughs> they have a workshop on basic uh, of basic skill development by classroom instruction and on-field drills. They have clinics, three to four hour clinics geared for football clubs, officiating overviews, one hour panel style discussions, prep 100 games. Like they got fan engagement, like they got a whole program. It's the NFL. Of course they would have something like that. I just didn't know what it would be called. But yeah, it's the NFL. They definitely. They actually go around scouting for NFL officials. I, would, I wouldn't doubt that either. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, 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 look. I don't want to hear nothing about people of her talking about Joe Burrow and him making that call. That was a good call. It was a, the right call. And, uh, Tell the fans they can go jump off a ledge because your team wasn't going to win in the first place. They didn't have the momentum. Sorry, Raiders fans, but y'all now are at home. Well, see this. So here's the, this. Okay, so 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 here's the thing. So why y'all getting all mad at the Bengals? They 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 on fire and they excited, and they've been playing hard because this is the first time they got to the playoff in over thirty years. And this is the first time they had a real quarterback. That quarterback that they got, Joe Burrow, is only 25 years old, and this is his second year in the league. So can't they have can't they have can't they have they win without controversy? I'm just saying, I'm 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 asking for a friend. No, it ain't, it ain't no, you can't have your win without controversy because on a game like this, if it was regular season, it would be okay. This is playoff season. So you got to review every call. You got to take every inch to get that mile. And no, they just couldn't just let them have a win like that because everybody's fighting to stay in. So that ain't, that ain't the way that works. Okay. Y'all, I got my Charlie Brown face on because I, uh, I just looked at the video. I, it just looked like the man wasn't out of bounds when he threw the ball. I just, I don't, it looked like that to me. My eyes not failing me completely yet. I know I wear reading glasses because I have to see the small print, but I can see a big old footprint. And, yeah, when he threw that ball, he wasn't out of bounds. Yeah. He threw the ball and then stepped out of bounds. And stepped out of bounds. <laughs> Ain't that- because he slung it the way he slung his body. He slung it because he knew he was getting ready to step out. Right. He was aware of where the out-of-bounds line was. He was aware of it. Like most like most good NFL players, they know the field. They know how far you can go before you're out-of-bounds, where the end zone is from every angle. They know. They see the whole field. And they used to doing things like that to get the extra yardage. So, yeah. That's like I don't know. Buffalo showing they tell Buffalo and won their game, so it's 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 going crazy in the NFL. So what else you got, sister? What else? It, it's getting hot in here. Oh, it's hot as hell. <laughs> so I'm singing this song for a reason. It's getting hot in here. We take off all our clothes. We gonna get. 
you know, I don't never know the words. Da, 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 da. Uh, okay. I don't, I don't need you to know the words. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to make a connection to this uh Antonio Brown. We 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 talking on we talking about the NFL today. Cause I'm just confused and confounded. <laughs> yeah. I, the NFL is confusing me. And so I need clarity on what I think is insanity in the world of football. So this man named Antonio Brown, why is he trending? Why, why, okay, he just keep taking off his clothes. Well, okay, so he took his clothes off once. Well, okay, so apparently he took his clothes off on the field. He liked to take his clothes off, apparently. So he took his clothes off on the field. Then they had a report where he was smuggling the girl in the hotel. Some girl that licked the toilet seat. Okay, let me, okay, I guess I need to back up. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all I'm confused. I need help with this. Oh, he ain't even that cute, y'all. Why y'all, why y'all? <clears throat> because money makes you look good. Oh. <laughs> okay. I know I'm old and stuff, but he just don't look cute to me. And he don't look like something I would have gone after when I was a youngster either. I'm just I, okay. I'm money money changes people's perspective. I mean, I I know I don't look like these supermodels and stuff he like to go out with, but I'm and and he I'm old. He wouldn't even never look at me. I don't want him to look at me. I'm just saying that when I was a youngster. He just don't look like somebody I would have been attracted to anyway. And then he just got a lot of tomfoolery going on. Hey guys, this is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric? And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world. So check this out. Please, please, please donate to Insane Rhetoric so we can sustain sustain future episodes. Hey, thank you once again. Fire out. So, okay. So apparently he was in the hot seat with now, who he played for? The the Buccaneers? No, he used to play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> okay, well, that's what I'm asking. Was that the team? Yeah, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where Tom Brady now resides. Okay, so apparently he was already in some hot water with them. But then he had a gal, <sighs> Sidney Moreau. That, that sounds like a stripper name. Maybe. I ain't calling the girl a stripper, so I don't want to hear all of that. I'm just saying it just seemed like a stripper name. Sydney Moreau. Maybe, possibly. 
anybody with the last name Monroe, I would beg the difference and say, you're right. Marilyn Monroe, Sydney Monroe. <laughs> I'm just saying. <sighs> the, Mon the Monroe family has been popular in the United States. <laughs> so, <sighs> apparently, Antonio Brown wanted the Johnson & Johnson vaccine card. It was going to be a fake card. <sighs> he wanted Johnson & Johnson because they only have one dose. And in his brain, that would mean less counterfeit paperwork and less chance of getting caught. Now, I don't know when we gonna learn celebrity people that you're going to get caught because people are going to have their 15 minutes of fame and they're gonna tell on you and they're gonna sell, sell their story to TMZ. Well, you know what? I'm gonna say it like this though about that like, it's a lot of people in the NFL that probably has not been vaccinated and that's fine, well, and good. But when it comes to superstars, they push that off because they superstars. Like one, one we can break up Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, they had, he had, you know, they had pulled out his commercials because he said he was vaccinated and they found out that he really wasn't. But then they wind up putting this stuff back on there. So I don't know if he went back and actually got it or whatever. But yeah, they put a lot of stuff off on superstars that like the run of the mill people like, are you either going to get it or you're going to get fired? So, you know, it is what it is. <sighs> so... The girl got 1.2 million followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And, well, she got sexy pictures of herself. I wonder, I wonder, could we get a 1.5 million Instagram if I go put on a bikini? We will never know. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I think it would have a different it would have a different effect because I don't look like her. I don't even think even when I was a small girl, I looked like that. Well, I probably did, but I just, you know, I didn't really re I didn't really know I didn't really know myself like that. Like these young girls know they self today. I didn't know myself like that to where I would be just like scantily clad walking around taking pictures of myself and throwing it up on the internet well we didn't have the internet but i'm just i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> like you know something i don't know it was bad enough to be walking around in some lead toys and tights you know i so i'm just 
But I think the way I look now, because I'm a big girl, y'all, I tell y'all I'm bigger. I think if I put on a bikini today, we would go viral. It would be a lot of laughter involved rather than, you know, drooling. So where she gets drooling, we would get laughter, but we would be an instant success, I think, if I put a bikini out. I, I probably would agree with you. Like, I was listening to uh, another show that we have here in Missouri called The Breakfast Club with Charlemagne and God, DJ Envy, and uh, Angela Yee. And uh, they was talking about um, that some guy made $45,000 by being in the shower with his dad naked. And they was having, they were saying, why don't y'all call in? Would you make, would you, would you take that money like that? Would you, would you put on something like that, do something like that for $40,000 a month? And you will be surprised how many people called in and said, yeah, I do it with my mama. I was like, that's weird, you know, but hey, whatever you into, that's you. But it's crazy. <laughs> it's only been two times in my life that I was in the bathroom with my mama. Okay, I'm gonna say three. One, I was a baby. I ain't had no choice. She had to give me my bath. Two, if I was sick, like sick enough to where I couldn't like, and I had to get cleaned up or whatever, or interchangeably, if you know I was having to put on my makeup and stuff and we'd be in the bathroom and she'd be putting my make, showing me stuff I needed to do in the bathroom as a girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then when my mother in her last year of her life, I had to pick my mama up and put her in, in the shower and bathe her. Right. Which is, which is all understandable points of views. But to just be filming that. Yeah. Now, to to film it for legal reasons or something, maybe what might have been going on, okay. But to just be filming that so that people could all over the world could look at that and I would get some fame for that and then people would pay me $45,000 for that. Yeah. Have you lost your mind? And that's and that's what that's what the Breakfast Club was saying. It's just like some things is just it's not worth a dollar. You know what I'm saying? I I don't understand. Is it but but no, that's the that's the I think that's the situation that some of the people in the United States are in. They're willing to do anything for a dollar. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's crazy because that would not even come across my mind ever, <laughs> you know, but, but Hey, I guess if you, if making you rich, you, Oh, that's, I can't see no, Oh, that's the dude that was standing in the shower with his daddy. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> I, I'm confused. <laughs> but Hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. So, whatever. I mean, so, so basically they did a whole text message where, you know, I'm we gonna meet for breakfast. We gonna you got the card, you know, this but 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 okay. 
So that's the first thing. But then he goes out on the field. Wait, wait. Okay, so, okay, before he went out on the field, he had this other girl. She was known for, in 2020, well, she had a video that went viral where she licked the toilet seat in 2020, in the middle of COVID, 2020, 2020. And he invited her into his hotel for he smuggled her in. Because ain't it a rule about that too? Like before the game, not don't be getting busy and all of that? Something like that. You okay. know, you gotta, like, especially like since COVID has happened, you know, like the whole thing with like the Olympics at the time, you couldn't have people who wasn't official in your bubble, like the whole bubble situation that they put together, the NBA, you couldn't bring people in. Whoever was in that needed to be in that for the duration of the season. So yeah, it would be some some to that effect. I don't know all the logistics, but it would be something to that effect that you couldn't have people there before a game or whatever the case may be, because outsiders could bring in whatever it is. So definitely it is, but I don't know the ins and outs of it. Okay, so he's he's he he smuggled this girl in the room. The girl, and it was a girl who's famous for licking the COVID toilet seat. Her name is Ava Louise. She's 23 years old. She ain't dead yet. She's not dead yet. Yeah, I would think he would be from licking the toilet seat. She um, did it, any- she did it to try to catch COVID. <sighs> then she went look she told she told the news outlet that she first connected with him in 2018 and he reached out to her on Instagram on New Year's Day to invite her over so he trolling in Instagram looking at all the hot girls in the bikinis licking toilet seats licking toilet seats and then he inviting them over to have sex now, why would you want to put your mouth on that? <laughs> Have it. He snuck up past security because of the COVID rules about the living in the bubble, like you just said. They can't see guests. And once he got her inside the room, he went right. Now, she done told, she done told all of this because how we know what went on inside the room? Mm-hmm. He went on a rant talking about bullshit COVID rules and he repeatedly told her fuck the NFL okay well <sighs> that sounds like the NFL is effing him now then Good. she goes on to talk about how when we had sex he wanted to film it and make a tape on my phone he wanted me to put it out there Mm. And then she says that he said that he told her, he kept mumbling, I can't wait for you to see what I do tomorrow. I can't wait for you to see me tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to say this. I think the boy, he probably got some mental health issues. I think he got CTE like I was last year. I think he got CTE. 
Like whatever the case may be, I think the guy just needs to get whatever professional help he needs. And hopefully that uh, I don't know, because I haven't been keeping up with the statistics. I don't know if the NFL is going to let him back in the league at any point in time or how that's going to go. But I think uh, somebody said something to me about he might be facing jail time. So if that's the case, then he ain't going to be back in the league. Yeah, he facing jail time for the fake COVID card. Which, which would that's be, probably a felony. Yeah, yeah I was going to say that's going to be federal. So yeah. I think it's five years in prison that he's facing. Mm, yeah. So mm. I and then, you know, he, I guess Tom Brady and tried to reach out and talk to him and, you know, talk some sense in him. Because they say Tom Brady is a leader like that. I wouldn't doubt it. He couldn't be in a league that long with just, you know, his strong attitude for what he wanted to do. I think he probably leads a lot of people wherever he goes. He seems like a nice guy. Okay, Antonio Brown, we're going to pray for you to go get you some help, dude, because we, okay, we need you to see if you got CTE because that's a certain kind of help there. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a certain kind of direct kind of help you need on that. And then we need you to go see if you got some other kind of mental problem, like maybe bipolar or something. We need you to go see if you got that because I'm going to need you to take care of that, boo. I'm going to need you to take care of that. My Auntie Phaedra needs you to go take care of yourself. You need some self-love. You need to go take care of yourself, boo, because uh, you running around here at the age of 33, taking all your clothes off on the field, planning it. It's premeditated. And you telling hot, sexy girls what you plan to do so they can go and get paid by the news outlets for telling your secrets. Uh, yeah, yeah. Y'all brothers, y'all need to catch on. Hey? And like, if you find somebody that's cool for you, that's good and all dandy, but everybody that's out there ain't for you. And they will railroad you to get their 15 minutes of fame and a dollar. I mean, I get it that y'all make a lot of money and y'all do what y'all do. And, you know, you got a certain lifestyle and you always wanted to be that. And you got raised up from the hood and all whatever, if you even lived in the hood. Like, I don't know. I don't know your story, Antonio Brown, and I don't really care. I, what I just need you to know is, boo, you're a young black man in America. And, you know, if you listen to this show, you know that I support and want to help in any way that I can to uplift and protect my young black men and my black men, period. Yeah. I, I I like women too. I'm just saying, I I like to uplift people. Period. But you know, I do I do like to uplift my young black men. Thirty three years old, honey, you young enough to be my son. Man, listen, listen. I just like, hey man, just get whatever it is you need to get your life back on track. You know what I'm saying? Do yeah, I'm gonna be praying for you because this is serious. Yeah, because I mean, like I say, I, I'm I'm thinking like now that he's might be I don't know like I say I haven't heard anything about him being put out the league or anything but you got to think if he's put out the league then a lot of insurance situations for him is going to change dramatically because they have the top of everything 
So I heard somebody talking about uh, he, he had to push his surgery back for his ankle. Now you that might come out directly out your pocket. You know what I'm saying? Instead of the NFL covering it because you are an NFL player, which you receive the best care anyway. You know, so I mean, there's certain things you got to look at. If if you're a person who say like, uh, screw your employer, yeah, just keep that in your head and keep making your bread. <laughs> but don't let no body take your money. You get off your money game, man. Shoot, like that's crazy. But he's probably per- squandered his money because he enjoyed the lifestyle, and now he done went cuckoo for cocoa puffs and. It sound like a personal problem. Sound like a personal problem. If you ain't if you ain't in the point of of like trying to figure out what you're trying to do with the rest of your life where you don't have to depend on nobody else and you ain't got to go to work uh 12 hours a day to make ends meet when ends never meet, that's your problem. Cause basically you just gave up a career for what you love to do. Cause if you didn't love to do it, you wouldn't be doing it to that level that long so hey that, if, whatever you make them them your decisions you gotta live with it so i mean i i i really ain't i i ain't uh showing no uh empathy when it comes to that and i'm not sympathetic because you make your own decisions <laughs> well i'm gonna need him to go get some help i'm gonna need, I'm gonna need her to go get some help too because she objectifying herself and she can make plenty of money, baby, but you objectifying yourself, and I'm gonna need you to go get some money because you and the toilet licking girl. I'm a, I'm gonna need both Sydney and Ava or whatever. I'm gonna need y'all to go find all the money you making. Man, I'm gonna need you to invest it so you listen, can stop being objectifying. Listen, that's what people like to do. You know what I'm saying? We already know that hoeing is an age-old profession. And I'm just going to, I'm ready to just put that out there. It's, it's an age-old profession. It's one thing that that has always been around and will be around because it makes money. Sex sales, period. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's twisted and demented, shit is going to sell. <laughs> you know? So, okay, well, then I'm going to shopping for a bikini today. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead and tell me how that Tell me how that work out again. Y'all, it's going to be a picture head. of me in a bikini on Insane. <laughs> yeah, you, won't, you won't be on Insane Rhetoric. You'll be on your own individual page. <laughs> and you can, shoot the, you can shoot the followers over the Insane Rhetoric, but you'll oh be on individual page. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> All right, y'all. Woo. I don't know what else we could say about the NFL and Antonio Brown. And, uh. Joe Burrows made the right call and NFL. Y'all ain't, well, I know y'all ain't going to fire that dude for that. I know you ain't going to fire him because that would be, oh my God, that would be upside down because you know he made the right objective call to do what he needed to do. And the video shows it. So the video doesn't lie. Sometimes it does if you manipulate it, but you know. All right, y'all. Y'all check us out on InsaneRhetoric.com. That's InsaneRhetoric.com. And rhetoric is spelled with a K. Check us out on so many different platforms, podcast platforms. We're on YouTube. We go live on Saturdays. 
And we are on Radio Public. We are on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. We are on Amazon Music, Spotify, Anchor FM. So go and check us out, Podbean, Google Podcasts. We're on pretty much any platform for podcasting. And if we're not there, shoot us an email on our Real Talk page. And we will try to make sure we get there. Yeah, no doubt about it. But in the meantime, just remember to enjoy the ride. That is insane, insane rhetoric. rhetoric. Bye, y'all. Bye. Later. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Insane Rhetoric. Be sure to join us next time on Free Fall Friday. See you next time. And remember to enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric.